Welcome to Weather on the Go. Another day, another episode, Michael. Another podcast. Another podcast. With me, meteorologist Michael Stevens. And meteorologist Austin Lowe. Looking out it. the door window. You can't look outside a door <laughs> window. <laughs> That's true. You <laughs> it's can. been that kind of morning. It has. Uh, beautiful outside. Lots of sunny skies. Um, when the mid-30s start feeling warm. Uh, you know you're leaving winter and heading into spring. I posted that on Facebook the other day. <laughs> when 41 feels like 90, it's a good day. But, yeah, that just – because we had that cold snap in February yep. that made everything just unbearable. I'll say unbearable yeah. for a good chunk of the month. I know not everybody hates or, you know, dismisses the cold. We had a lot of lake ice. Yeah. Um, you can get out, go fishing. Right. Um, there's certain things you can enjoy when it's cold. In northern Michigan, though, it's not cold, cold. When I was in North Dakota for two years, <laughs> like we saw 40s and 50s, even 60s below zero with wind chill. And I was like, oh, my. Uh, I don't know how people function in that right. uh, on a every winter <laughs> basis. Um, but here, when we get to, you know, teens below zero, yeah, it's like, ooh, I don't want to move. Um, it takes me back to the days when I, I was attending CMU, and uh, there'd be days we'd be walking on campus, and mm. uh, you'd back in 2016, I think it was, it was another cold winter. Uh, the winds were always bad in Mount Pleasant. The buildings made like a, a wind tunnel, yep. and so just walking to class in the morning was always brutal. I'm like, I, just I remember stay in bed. I went to school in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> on us to in between Duluth and Ironwood and the coldest morning we had, they canceled class, which was an oddity. I was like, it can't be that cold. And I walked <laughs> to, uh, I walked to, uh, the main building in campus. They called it the Ponzio, um, for breakfast. And I understood why they, uh, canceled classes. It was 35 below. And then the windshield was like 55 below, but those North winds off of a frozen Lake Superior <laughs> were pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very cold stretch in February. Now let's talk about finally seeing a thaw. We had a lot of snow on the ground, which a lot of it has disappeared in the last week because right. we've had some warmer, oh, heck, even thirties and forties will melt a lot of snow right now. Right. But we didn't have a January thaw. We didn't have a February thaw. It was very warm though for right. December and January. We don't have the numbers. We were actually going to talk about, um, the numbers for winter. Winter is... Meteorological winter starts December 1st and ends March 1st. Yes. We're technically in meteorological spring. It's easier for the data. Yes. We don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't see ourselves above Mother Nature. It's just easier to get the data on three months rather than going from 21st to the 21st and oddity of days. Anyway. Um, no, and I, I did some number crunching uh, right after the cold snap, a couple of days before we wrapped up meteorological winter and after that cold snap traverse city was still eight degrees warmer than typical yes the winter months and that's because december and january were i mean they were above average um i will say it won't balance winter out by any means winter will still be well above average it won't be record breaking um i could do that math in my head (laughs) but uh overall i think uh we were Average to about a degree and a half below average or something like or average to four degrees below average for the month of February. Um, and But December and January, we were both like, 
four to eight degrees above average for both months. So um, I will say, though, I did tweet out yesterday, um, if you're wondering what my Twitter handle is, it's at um, Michael E. Stevens. Uh, I tweeted out a graph from the uh, National Weather Service in Gaylord, and it was the snowfall. So they put out the snowfall where we should be for this time of year and what the seasonal average is every year. Um, everybody is way below average, but West Branch. And this is, and I was talking to Madison about this yesterday. Um, sorry, my phone's giving off some static because it's data. Um, but anyway, so usually every year, West Branch is the one that's below average and everyone else is average or slightly above average when it comes to snowfall. Uh-huh. This year, everybody is below except for West Branch. Uh, so some of the numbers like Traverse City, um, is, let me see here. I zoomed in too much. Uh, they're currently <laughs> at about 42 inches. Yep. Their normal for this time of year is almost 89 inches. Um, their seasonal normal is 101. So they're not going to be anywhere near average. Uh, and their record year was 194.9 back in 96, 97. <laughs> um, but interesting thing, Gaylord tweeted back at me and said, uh, to add Gaylord area is particularly low. Um, here's some more stats for you. Their current snowfall is 69.4 inches, which is way below average for Gaylord. Gaylord right. and Traverse City have the biggest means um, from average to normal right now. Um, the record low total for snow in a season, not just meteorological winter, but entire snowfall season, yeah. is 78 inches, which was set back in 2009, 2010. So they're at 69.4. Now, saying... You can only get eight <laughs> inches in March, April, and May in Gaylord in northern Michigan is far-fetched. Right. But it's not out of the question. They could actually have a record-breaking least amount of snow. And that's crazy to think because you talk about Gaylord being pretty much in the snow belt, and yeah. they're always seeing snow. And the thing is, even in our cold stretch, we had snow. Yeah. It wasn't a lot, but it was lake effect. Right. But it was in not the typical snow belt areas for the most part. Right. Which was very odd. And uh, being a first-time forecaster in northern Michigan, it's definitely made, <laughs> made for a challenge. Yes. I'm like, all right, I've lived in Michigan my whole life. I know these areas are typical to see lake effect snow belt, uh, or the typical lake effect snow belt locations. And then you have a weird scenario where other locations are getting hit by the snow. It like, just didn't like add West up. Branch. So they said only four winters have received less than 8.6 inches of snow from March to May. And the most recent being was the record-breaking year of 09 and 10. So they could actually end up breaking. Gaylord could break a record for least amount of snow in a season. And, I mean, I can tell you right now, looking at the forecast over the next week or so, it doesn't look good. not looking very likely. Um, we really warm up. I was mentioning this to Austin and Madison because I see them in the morning almost pretty much every morning that I'm here. Um the beginning of March through the 15th at least, there's really no signs of accumulating snow. We might get a burst of snow after some rain because we have three systems in the next 10 days coming in if everything holds true. And the next system that's impacting us Monday and Tuesday is rain. And we have 40s, 50s, possibly 60 if down near Mount Pleasant if things get a little bit warmer. Um, But that's rain. And then behind it is still some warmer air. The next one after that would start off as rain, and then we have a little bit of snow on the backside of it, but not eight inches of snow. Right. Um, so it's going to um, it's going to be tricky to get snow back into northern Michigan. And the reason I say that right now, and Austin, you can put your two cents in here in a second. Uh, in February, late January, February, February, 
like we mentioned back in November, December, we said the jet stream stuck. It's to our north. It yeah. can't move. And then all of a sudden, it finally moved south, and it got stuck again. Yep. Now it's starting to waver. You're seeing yep. it go up and down. In the next few days, it's right over us, but it's going to get that jog north. Right. And the question is, will it drop south again? But it doesn't look favorable. Not in the next uh, at least couple weeks. And, I mean, long-range models are, are hard to take to heart and right. things change. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the big polar air plunge that we had a couple weeks ago was from a branch of the polar vortex allowing to get down so far south, and that was it. I mean, yeah, yeah you'll get a little couple cold shots here and there, but um, it's so secured up there now, locked up in place, that it's it's just not looking likely. And imagine if that pool of cold air cut itself off. Right. Like it was here for a few days and then gone for, well, for most of the United States. Right. And at one point we were 70, more than 70% of the country was covered in an inch of snow. We had record cold temperatures that hadn't been seen since 1890s in Oklahoma. Yeah. Dallas hit a negative temperature for the first time uh, or only for the fifth time in history for them since like 1890s. So they had some extremely cold weather. And we can we can hit on that for a little bit because I read this morning – uh, there's places in Mississippi still not having running water yeah. because of all that. I, and it's crazy to me to think that we're in 2021 and there's infrastructure that can't support some of this cold air right. still. You know, we see it all the time. So we kind of think, well, pipes might freeze. Right. But down there, it was like insta-freeze. Yeah. And, you know, gas lines and coal and uh, turbines on windmills, like these weren't uh, up to snuff when right. it comes to cold air because why they don't see it no yeah i had a conversation with my dad actually about this earlier uh or a couple days ago and things are just not made for snow and cold down there because right. it's just out of the ordinary and so when you have um changing of the climate periodically we're starting to get into these more extremes and so that's what happened we had a, a very extreme situation uh, occur and it's not something that we're going to say oh it's going to happen every winter no 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 but no. Uh, when you have extremes this is what happens every decade or right. so big things happen whether it's a storm outbreak a big winter storm uh, or a cold outbreak as far south as texas so. yeah it was it was wild to see those temperatures that morning uh they had negative temperatures in dallas they were like 12 degrees in San Antonio. And then on top of it, like Oklahoma City was 14 degrees below zero air temperature, which I hadn't seen since 1890. And the wind chills over there were like 50, 60 below in Nebraska. The uh, beautiful Great Lakes helped us insulate us and keep us warm. And that's the the (laughs) other thing was, you remember all through December and January, we told you we had record-breaking ice levels, as in not enough ice at all. Right. We were at 4% at the end of January or something like that. Yep. And we skyrocketed to 42%, I think we topped out at, in the... 45. 45 yep. um, by the middle. Of, so that cold snap, we had it for two weeks, yeah. shot us from single-digit percentage <laughs> of Great Lakes covered in ice to 45%. Right. And then we, once it warmed up, we dropped back down to 20% very quickly. Yeah. But that goes to show you just how much, one, it takes to freeze those lakes. It takes probably a good month of cold air. Right. Um, but those lakes protect us because if we didn't have open water, our temperatures would be just like Wisconsin or Minnesota or 
some spots in South Dakota and North Dakota because we turn into that tundra. When you have that bubble taken away, you have to remember the the water temperature is when it's open, it's above 32 degrees. Yep. So any of that air that works to the shoreline or even inland is going to keep you warmer. It's mixing with the surface temperature. That's why when you don't have winds in the winter, everybody in clear skies, that cold air sinks right to the surface. There's no warmer air off the lakes to mix and giving us less warmer temperatures. Yep. So on mornings when it's windy in the winter, you're saying, wow, why is it so warm? Well, it's bringing in that lake air, if you will. And it's still, yeah, 33, 34 degrees, but you have to remember that's keeping us much warmer than the negative temperatures in Wisconsin. Right. So the lakes really do keep us very well protected as long as they're open in the winter. And now they're going to be way open oh, yeah. for the rest of the winter. Way open. I was, I did a little stat check last week and we went from, you know, the 2% to 45 within a couple weeks and then... We had the warmth last week, and it dropped us down from the mid 40s to under 20 percent in ice coverage. Jeez. So it's uh, that's the other thing that's interesting too. It's thinking about how thin that ice got so quickly. Right. You know, it's the the amount of change of the ice coverage to me was incredible. Yeah, seeing those month. icebergs break off in Chicago and float north was crazy too. Yes, just like a big old slab of ice, just saying later and taking <laughs> off up Lake Michigan. Um, so now the question is, what do we see for May and spring? Um, technically, spring doesn't start until obviously the end of March for Northern Michigan. It doesn't start until Memorial Day. We understand that, <laughs> um, but uh, meteorological spring we're looking at the pattern now. And if we go by um, the Climate Prediction Center and models, uh, they are now saying the next three months are going to be well above average Mm -hmm. for our region. Um, Now, take that with a grain of salt because back in the winter, they said, (laughs) or before winter and fall, they said the next three months were going to be brutally cold or below average uh, November, December, and January. But we, in our investigative forecasting (laughs) said, I don't think so. I think the jet stream is going to stay North. So now the question is what the jet stream is going to do and how do we come out of winter into spring? And I really am uh, more in the agreement of the climate prediction center right now with what I've seen with well above average temperatures. Now that doesn't mean we won't have our cold day or two, but that's exactly it. We're not seeing cold snaps. You're not seeing days or weeks below average, even just average you're seeing the majority of the next 30 days at least are above average. Yep. So when you look at temperatures, your daytime highs, overnight lows, majority of them are going to be above where we should be for this time of year. And yes. I really foresee that kind of taking hold and hopefully easing us out of winter because right. we don't want to melt everything we have on the ground right now. No. We don't need more water levels. Like <laughs> They're already record levels, so we don't need more water. And I think that was the, the thing that was – good about not having the ice covered completely initially before we had the cold snap was okay well we don't have a full frozen lake you know or we have less ice that's going to be less to melt in terms of the river levels in the spring so um, that's obviously something to watch over the next week is how long this warmth continues over the next week or so because um, with that in combination with rain, that's going to be an issue right. for the lake levels. And the, sure. especially how much rain we could get. If we get a half an inch, an inch of rain, yeah, that is quite a bit of moisture. And that could create some issues 
for spring flooding on rivers, which that'll be another podcast yes. on the road. So, um, but the, I'm meteorologist Michael Stevens, and I was joined by meteorologist Austin Lowe. Thank you so much for joining us for another podcast, Weather on the Go. Uh, there'll be another one uh, in two weeks yep. um, with Tom and Madison. Yes. Correct? I think I'm off until like April now because we, we uh, switch meteorologists on and off. If you have any questions that you uh, want answered, you can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, Doppler 9 and 10 News, or Doppler 9 and 10 Weather Team, excuse me, uh, on Facebook as well as on Twitter. Just throw some questions for us. If there's something you want to know, something that you want to know for a season ahead, we can always look into that. And sometimes we don't know quite yet, but as of right now, spring season, I think I think it's safe to say we're thinking it's above average. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you again for joining us for this uh, episode. Uh, we'll label it spring warmth because that's what's happening. <laughs> but uh, thank you again and have a great day.